inspiring. Well, let's get then the view of some experts on what we are seeing unfold today. On the line with me to just also give uh, his own analysis, Professor Gyalebora Mapunye. He is the chairperson of the Department of Political Sciences at UNISA. Um, sorry, he's an, he's an African politics professor at UNISA. Uh, professor Mapunye, good morning and thank you so much for your time. Good morning, thank, uh, Kathy, and thank you for having me. Good morning to the listeners. Your own reflections on, you know, where we are as a country uh, right now and the developments at the Zondo Commission of Inquiry. I can summarize it uh, quickly, uh, Kathy, in, in three ways. We are at a, a, a crisis, legal crisis. We are at a crossroad and the country is in a dilemma. I can expand on that if you want me to Please do that. Please do. In short, but in short, we have a crisis because we have a former president that obviously, um, you know, took an oath in 2004 and, and, uh, and uh, in 2014 when he was, uh, you know, re-elected. Um, obviously to defend, you know, the constitution and of course to ensure that it's, uh, it's implemented. And then secondly, we also have a situation whereby the current commission, the Zondo Commission, came about obviously after he, you know, uh, as uh, you know, the evidence leader just mentioned, uh, Mr. Pre- uh, Advocate Pretorius, that, uh, you know, he urged South Africans to support the commission, to cooperate fully. Those are the ways that are used by uh, um, uh, Advocate Pretorius, to cooperate fully with the commission. But uh, is he doing that? That is a big issue around this crisis. In terms of the crossroads, we are at a crossroad because South Africa is supposed to be seen to be a country that uh, respects uh, the rule of law. In other words, the eyes of the continent in Africa, as well as the rest of the world, are looking currently at South Africa, and in particular in this case, to say, which way will South Africa go? Will it go you know, the, the way of the rule of law, or will it go the way of, you know, illegality, criminality, and all mm. those things, mm. given, given the things that have been coming at the commission? And then the last word that I used was dilemma. We are in a dilemma because if President, uh, former President Jacob Zuma, you know, appears not to be cooperating with the commission, as he seems to be doing uh, currently, or trying to buy time with all these technicalities and so on, just to avoid, you know, his day in court, contrary to what he said, uh, repeatedly during the time of his tenure when he said, said, no, I want to see my day in court. Now it looks like that day is not going to arrive because he's going, going to constantly be dodging and diving mm. Uh, mm. to avoid that. Now, we are in a dilemma in the sense that what president does he set? I think you asked uh, this question earlier uh, to one of the uh, people that you spoke to. But in my view, it sets a very you know dangerous political precedent in the sense that we could have chaos, you know, Civil war, defiance, all those things that are nasty in, uh, that we normally see in the African continent playing about in these shores in South Africa, Kathy. You know, oh, you, you, the fact that you, you've used the word crisis um, to, to describe this moment, for some people who are on the side of the former president and who believe that he is being done wrong by the courts and by the Zondo Commission of Inquiry. They would not see it that way. They, they don't see it that way, in fact. Absolutely. In fact, um, I, in, in another interview with SABC, we have shared a platform with the MKMVA, uh, you know, uh, spokesperson, and of course, uh, you know, the, 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 um, the ANC veterans who had different views. The veterans' view was that they are going to age and persuade President Zuma, you know, at that mm-hmm. time. That was last week after the, the uh, infamous, uh, um, or depending on how you look at it, you know, the, 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 the Tea Party with uh, um, uh, the EFF leader, uh, Manema, and the others last week. 
that they are going to persuade him and that, in fact, he would appear. That was what they said last week, the, the veterans. Whereas, they, on the contrary, the MKNVA uh, spokesperson, uh, Mr. Mapato, was saying, no, 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 uh, he's not going to be persuaded. In fact, we're going to defend him, like, like what they said over the weekend and even today. So, mm-hmm. in my view, therein lies the uh, dilemma and the crisis, because we, we are supposed to be seeing the African National Congress. Uh, they have just released an NEC statement, Kathy, um, not so, uh, so long ago, they, uh, you know, saying that they support you know, the work of the commission, number one. Number two, they are urging their members to you know, um, comply, in short. So now, the crisis is, is in this way. We have a crisis in the sense that now a governing party, you know, uh, it's supposed to be ensuring that its members comply mm. with the letter and spirit of the law. But it doesn't seem to be happening with the, in the case of, uh, you know, former President Jacob Zuma. So, so where, where are we going now? Are we going to just leave the matter as it is and say, well, it's President, uh, former President Jacob Zuma and, uh, you know, uh, we should not touch him and, and follow the, the route of those people that support him who say that if, if anything happens to him, they are going to cause revolution and chaos and so on? Or should we follow the rule of law which... Uh, former President Jacob Zuma in, uh, agreed to uh, uh, uphold mm-hmm. when he took those two uh, uh, oaths of, of office as, as, a, as a parliamentarian first and uh, also as head of state. With therein lies a crisis in my view for me, the crossroads. Let me bring into the conversation Lawson Naidu, uh, who is with CASAC. Lawson, uh, good morning to you. Your own reflections watching then this morning's events. Uh, good morning, Kathy, and thank you very much. Uh, yes, it's a, it's, a, it's a sad day for South Africa, I think, in that uh, a former head of state has taken a, a, a decision to defy not just the Commission of Inquiry, but an order of the Constitutional Court mm. to flout the law. And uh, whilst I think this is uh, clearly a very serious matter because it's a, a breach of the law, uh, not just by uh, uh, anybody, but by a former head of state, it is a serious matter, but I don't think it constitutes a crisis as such. Mm. There are remedies in terms of the law, and for Mr. Zuma's failure to appear today, the Commission's Act provides that uh, the com- Commission can lay a further charge uh, under that Act. And as the, there is an order of the Constitutional Court, Mr. Zuma is now in violation of that order and can be charged with contempt uh, of court in that regard. Uh, despite what was said in the letter from um, Mr. Zuma's lawyers this morning, it is not up to them to determine whether the summons was lawfully issued or whether it was irregular. That's a matter for the courts to determine. If, mm. if Mr. Zuma was being courteous to the commission, he would have brought an application to set aside the summons because it was irregular. He chose not to do that and wants to decide what is uh, lawful and what is not. Uh, that's not his responsibility. That's the responsibility of uh, the courts in this country. And we are a, a, a country that's premised on the rule of law in terms of our constitution. So we need to ensure that the remedies that are provided for in the law uh, are indeed followed. And I would certainly hope that the commission announces uh, fairly soon, I hope, mm. uh, what action they are going to be taking in order to hold the uh, former president to account for his defiance. I want to bring in another issue, and the evidence leader, Advocate Pretorius, touched on it briefly. And he was alluding to the fact that, um, you know, the, the, the statements and the reasons for why 
um, the former president is not appearing before the Zondo Commission of Inquiry seem to go beyond the terms of reference for the inquiry and even suggested that they may be political in nature. Um, I, I want to just, you know, get your own reflections on that and also the extent to which you think that this is matter that may, this is a matter that should or, or must end up with the ANC? Should it even get that far? Well, look, on the first part of that, uh, Cathy, I think in uh, uh, Mr. Pretorius's uh, further uh, unpacking of the kinds of questions and the issues mm. that the Commission wanted to raise with Mr. Zuma, uh, Mr. Pretorius has gone out of his way uh, to, uh, to tabulate the issues and the questions that the Commission wants to ask Mr. Zuma, which all relate to evidence that has been placed before the Commission is in direct is in pursuit of um, uh, the Commission exercising uh, its mandate under the terms of reference. Uh, Mr. Pretorius mentioned, for example, that Mr. Zuma is specifically mentioned in four of the terms of reference. These are terms of reference that were approved and signed and gazetted by Mr. Zuma himself. So mm-hmm. to suggest that there's sudden, suddenly some political conspiracy when we have all of this evidence before the commission, and these are the questions he's obliged to answer. Mm. So this is all a, a, a real smokescreen and an attempt to once again by Mr. Zuma to evade accountability. One of the other things that we've seen, Professor Mapunye, is the fact that while this is happening, we then have actors in the form of whether they're representing RET movements, whether it's the MKMVA and different organizations that are saying that they are willing to defend the former president at all costs, even if it it leads to confrontation um, with some of the country's um, justice um, institutions. What do those threats mean to you and, and how seriously should we be taking them? Kathy, I'm glad that you have asked that question because this still brings me to my point that I would like to state Mm. for the record. That in my view, politically, it's a crisis. Mm. Politically, it is a crisis because you have a situation where members of a party that is governing seem to be defying, uh, you know, the spirit and letter of the law and seem to be encouraging lawlessness, in my view. So in that case, it becomes a problem because it, it, it's a matter that requires political action, obviously, from Lutuli House, the ALC. These are their members. You know, uh, former Jacobs, uh, President Jacob Zuma is a member of the ALC, and he has not been, uh, you know, suspended, mm. he's not, uh, you know, expelled. So therefore, it means he's a member in good standing. So it, 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 there is a crisis in the sense that uh, as a former, you know, uh, as a current member of the, of the, of the uh, organization, uh, members uh, seem of the organization seem to be in support of the fact that should, you know, uh, the legal process, the, the country's criminal uh, uh, um, uh, justice system decide that Mr. Zuma has to be arrested. They are going to, as they said, they are going to, uh, you know, they are, they, are, they are there in Kansas right now. Mm. These are the MKMVA, you know. They are going to uh, be protecting him again from arrest. Now, the question is, what happens then? Because now you have people who are supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, standing behind their party in terms of public, uh, you know, administration policy making uh, to support the party because the party, it is governing, it is in power. Mm-hmm. It is the party that is supposed to ensure that the current constitution is applied to the letter. But, so but, but what, it, what would yes. political action, what would that look like? So the political intervention that would be expected of the ANC, 
because we've seen them send issue statements saying we support the work of the mission all our members must you know must must help the the commission to do its work is it more that they have to do here they need to do much more, uh, uh, Cathy. What I have seen currently, uh, you know, previous statements and even, uh, you know, the recent statement of the NEC, in my view, it does not, you know, inspire confidence in, uh, uh, for those members at the branch level to understand, you know, how do they deal with matters such as this one of former President Jacob Zuma or any other member. It might be, for, for, for argument's sake, Cathy, it could be, uh, you know, a former councillor and a former NEC, or a former minister, you know, mm-hmm. those people who have been apl- appointed in terms of the legal uh, processes of, of South Africa, whether it be PFMA, whether it is a, be the Public Service Act, and, all, and so on and so on. Anyone who has held public office and is a member of this organization is, uh, you know, uh, informed. Actually, it, sh- it should be, the, in my view, the party should be instructing, not uh, talking about consulting, because currently it's a watered-down version when it gets down to uh, this word of the NEC, when it gets down to the branches. And in fact, it does not seem to be um, uh, strong enough. It's more like rhetoric to say you may or may not. You know, once you start using terms mm-hmm. like those, you may or may not, you may vol- voluntarily step aside. Words like those in politics, uh, Cathy, uh, um, uh, they mean that uh, you are not committed to taking full action uh, because there could be, uh, uh, for argument's sake, now where, where I come from, uh, an election that is just around the corner. We have a local government election that's coming. So for the party, obviously, to emphasize that, look, uh, people should step aside and uh, um, apply that to the full. In my view, it would be politically risky. Hence, I use a crisis because now uh, you have to be seen to be supporting the legal process, but at the same time, uh, not alienating those members, uh, uh, you know, at the, at the branch level or the grassroots, who seem to, to want to defy, to follow the language of President Zuma, defy the commission, defy the court, and defy, um, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what the NEC has said. So, so in my view, the party is not issuing a very strong message to its members, unfortunately. Lawson, are you concerned at all about um, the the processes that will flow out of whatever decision that um, Justice Zondo will make today around whether to pursue further action against the president um, for uh, defying the court order, or even if he decides not to take action against them. I believe, you know, whichever decision will have its own consequences. Uh, Indeed, Cathy. If I can start with the latter first. I mean, I think it would be a very sad day if the Commissioner of Inquiry decided that no action is going to be taken against Mr. Zuma. Mm -hmm. This is a clear uh, flouting of the law, of the rule of law, and an order of the Constitutional Court. As I said earlier, there must be consequences for for that that, um, failure by Mr. Zuma. And uh, I think it's incumbent upon the Commissioner of Inquiry to institute uh, new criminal charges in terms of the Commission's Act, as well as for contempt of court. So I think that would be the correct thing to do and what one and I think most South Africans would expect the Commissioner of Inquiry to do. Uh, I think taking no action would send a a very bad message out that some people are indeed above the law and that there are no consequences for breaking the law. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I think it's a a clear issue that uh, that confronts the Commissioner and I hope that they will do the right thing. Okay, Um, Professor Mapunye. In my view, um, I think uh, the, there's also um, another issue. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, evidence leader, Mr. Pretorius, mentioned 
uh, you know, repeatedly, the word of interference, especially in terms of the SOEs, the state-owned enterprises, you know, Transnet, Prata, and so on and so on. But in political terms, there's also the other, another word which he hasn't mentioned, in- mm-hmm. intervention. Due, uh, when, when a sitting head of state or a, or, a, or a duly appointed, constitutionally, you know, appointed ma- um, uh, minister or member of cabinet mm-hmm. uh, um, participates in something whereby he, he would be questioning things that are happening in a government department or even in the, in the country as such. What do we say uh, in terms of their role? What is their role? I think the commission will also need to look at the, uh, you know, um, uh, the, 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 the role that a public office bearers, duly elected public office bearers, mm-hmm. have to exercise. Because I can assure you, Kathy, this case, in my view, that's why I'm saying we're at the crossroads. This case will determine what's going to happen uh, in terms of ministers exercising their role, uh, duly so, in, in their department, and sitting president also having to take, to, to take you know, a, a role. Uh, for argument's sake, if the, uh, the current uh, president, President Ramaphosa, was to ask, let's say, ESCOM, you know, uh, to say, the, the country is currently complaining about load shedding. What are you doing to stop load shedding? Is he uh, interfering, to use the, 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 the other term, or is, it, is he duly intervening? in terms of making sure that the countries run properly. Obviously, uh, the, the legal gurus will have to determine where the, uh, you know, the fault lines uh, lie between interference as well as intervention. But in my view, in political terms, it becomes very, very important to also ensure that ministers and the politically appointed office bearers, whether they be the president or cabinet ministers, mm-hmm. should also have their roles you know, defined, and they can be able to exercise them in terms of the law without any hindrance uh, in terms of, uh, you know, what they, they, the powers uh, they've been given by the Constitution allow them. All right. Let's leave it there then for today. Let me thank you both, uh, gentlemen, for your time. Professor Gyalabra Mapunye, who is the chairperson of, um, he is a professor of African politics at UNISA, and Lawson Naidu, who is with the organization CASAC.